1: Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This is your host, Hatch. <laughs> so weak. Get your popcorn ready, we man. We got a hater in the building. Man, Again. We got my man. man DTR on GPR. <laughs> yes. Okay. In okay. the building. Okay. You know what I mean? We're
2: going we to act yes, like that's the
1: first time we heard that today.
2: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dorian Thompson-Robinson, yeah. hey, what
1: UCLA quarterback, going to NFL draft this year. How you doing, brother?
2: Hey, I'm doing well, man. Thank you guys for having
1: me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, how,
2: so you had your pro day,
1: yep. right? So which one was more nerve-wracking? Your
2: pro day or the combine?
1: Or meeting Aaron um, Rodgers. Or, oh. oh
3: good. I would
2: honestly say meeting Aaron was probably <laughs> the most nerve-wracking. But, uh no, I think uh, I think the combine probably was for sure, just because no. it was a whole week-long process. but Right. Uh, and then you already go through the combine and the all-star weeks, so and you get to the pro day. It's just like,
3: it's... Easy peasy. Day. Yeah, it's one more Did they ask you any weird questions? At the that, combine? Yeah, the combine, because, you know, everybody I always, yell, you guys, quarterbacks, you guys get Interviewed and questioned oh. a lot, you know, because yeah. you guys are you know, Consider, like you know the masterminds of the offense. You you handle the ball the most. You got to have the capacity to kind of know what everybody's doing. Yeah, uh, sure. But were there any like weird questions?
2: Um. So me and me and Bobo actually got the same question down in uh, the Shrine Game. It was one I forgot what team it was, but they were like. Uh, so say you walk into like a Chipotle or a restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love Chipotle. I'm gonna answer this question now. And, uh, <laughs> and you see a, a unused stack of napkins on the table mm-hmm. as you about to sit down and, and eat. Okay. Are you Using them or are you throwing them away? Interesting.
1: What'd you say?
3: I said I'm throwing them away because of
2: COVID. And okay. Like okay. And all that stuff. What would you
3: say? Uh, depends on. I guess it would have to depend on the moment. You know what I mean? Like right. if it's COVID, then I'd probably be skeptical. <laughs> right. Being that he mentioned that, but if it, if we weren't in the COVID that's yeah, what I'm right. saying. Space. i
2: saying. I would naturally just use them. If right. Exactly. Undust, right. They look yeah. Clean. Interesting. Right. What do you yeah. think they got out of that answer? I have no clue. I hope. <laughs> I hope they got that I'm a clean person. And it that way, but <laughs> he ain't dirty. But yeah.
3: what about you being resourceful? You know what exactly. I mean. You're throwing a stack of clean napkins yeah. away. I gotta know which way
2: to go. So you I know how right.
1: many trees were cut
3: down yeah. to, <laughs> just to get these <laughs> napkins? Get these exactly. right
2: napkins? Yeah. You can't just throw away a whole stack them. Right. Right.
1: Well, I, I don't think yeah. there's right or wrong answers. No, I just think sure. it's the the answer that you give kind of, uh, you know, puts you in a certain box. Okay, he's this type of guy. Can yeah. you know compared to he's this type of guy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's a wrong answer though. No. Gotcha. That's that's cool. Now doing the the combine, then you go to the the pro draft the, the draft day. That process, mm-hmm. right? So give us like a little backstory of the of the workout, right? Compared to what the workout was at the combine
2: um uh, you talking about for pro day yeah yeah so the the combine's a lot more structured um you know you get like you get three throws um per route right um, okay and then you get back in line you so we were taught to like in our training with Jordan Palmer we were taught to like wait like a minute to two minutes in between each rack mm-hmm. um just so we can get used to you know having to wait that long the timing not. yeah yep. exactly you used you saw that so okay um I'd say that's probably the main difference between that workout and the pro day. The pro day, it's all you, so you can just go at your tempo and your guys' speed. Right. Um, and plus, you, you know the guys that you're throwing to um, right. in comparison to the combine. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I think that was probably
3: the main. So at there. the combine, you guys, you don't, you're not familiar with the receivers. No, right. at all. So do you think that's a good test for you? Or is that what they're evaluating? Because again, like I said, if you're at your pro day and you have yeah, familiar your, yeah, your yeah. comfortability level with those guys, then okay, you like you know what these guys are gonna do, how they're gonna run, how they're gonna get in and out of their routes. No, exactly. So again, you do you think that you fared well? You know, throwing to some receivers that you've never met, never thrown before. Uh, thrown to before.
2: Yeah, I don't honestly actually prefer that just because, like you said, it gets to check off another box. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if I can go out there and just throw the spots, and guys will get there, um, I, I, I don't really have a problem with who's out there running the routes. Mm-hmm. Like for my pro day and all that stuff, I really did When I was training, I didn't really have receivers um, that were D one level anyway. I was throwing the high school guys, so mm-hmm. I had to throw the spots anyway. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. Um, yeah, I was I was pretty used to it, so I was actually glad that we got to do that. So.
1: Good. Now I know from um, watching the past pro days, like. You know, every quarterback has this great throw. They roll left Mm -hmm. and they do the, you know, the 60-yard Hail Mary. Did you have one of those in your pro day? I did. I did. I made sure to
2: add it in at the end of the script. I threw it to Bobo. He was going from right to left. I chucked it about like 60 yards.
1: Right, right. And so everybody got excited. That's the whole deal. I actually hate that.
2: I do, I absolutely. I'm like,
1: (laughs) it's on air. Like, like, all you're doing is just dropping back and throwing it. But, you know, the ESPN loves it in the network and they want to say, yeah, did you see that 80-yard throw? For sure, like yeah, that's cool. It was (laughs) sixty (laughs) nine. You know, but again, again, we get it. We talked a little bit about draft stuff. Like, it's about the tape for us. Like, Mm -hmm. we want to see if people can play. Like, we want to see if you can play at the next level. Right. All again, combines great. Um, You know, all that stuff is cool in shorts. But like, when you turn on your tape, like, give me some things that you know that you bring to a team that nobody else is going to be able to do in this draft this year.
2: Um, My competitive edge, Mm -hmm. um, especially at the position uh mm-hmm. i have come to realize that it's uh you have to be controlled with with your emotions yes. um when playing quarterback and so um I think if I can come in with the with the the mindset of still having a competitive edge but also being able to um control it and keep it an even kill throughout the whole game um i think that that sets me apart more than anything else um mm-hmm. and then not to mention you know i'm I'm as cerebral as they come yep. um you can stack me up with the rest of them when it comes to x's and o's and and breaking out coverages and all that stuff so um I think I'm really happy I came from UCLA and, uh, and a yeah. head coach that coached in the, the league for two, for two Makes years. Makes a big difference. Two, years, so. Yeah, so
3: UCLA. what made you choose UCLA over Michigan? Yeah. Coming out of Bishop Gorman. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because, <laughs> I mean, a n- number of athletes, I mean, especially quarterbacks, they would probably go for the Michigan versus, like, the lackluster of, in, I guess, in when you talk about comparisons of the the California-LA teams, yeah. mm-hmm. USC and UCLA, you know, most people that I well, I, like I said, I'm been in here, been around in LA for a number of years, ten plus years, and it's all USC. You know what I mean? So, you know, obviously, like I said, you chose UCLA over Michigan. Like I said, what was what went into that?
4: Yeah. Um, so both schools were were damn near identical besides the places that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to, I mean, not. The Midwest football, living in yeah, exactly. 80 degrees and um, <laughs> But the, the academics and everything, they were damn near both neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, at the time, Michigan had Jed Fish as a quarterback coach, who's now right. head coach at Arizona. Right. Um, when he got hired by Jim Mora to UCLA, that kind of made my decision for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then coming out of high school, I was like, I, I just got off of winning three national championships, a state yeah. championship, and I was always on the – the super uber talented team mm-hmm. um and so i was like you know i have a new coach coming in we have a whole new program coming in why can't i go and start early mm-hmm. and try and flip something around instead of you know going to somewhere where it's going to be a bunch of talent already and i'm just gonna have it easy per se so mm-hmm. um that's kind of the So you challenged matters. yourself. Yeah 100%.
1: yeah, 100%. Please, y'all out there, listen to that. And, yeah. again, because everybody wants to go to these perfect scenarios. Yeah. Right. I got everything around me. It, it's always going to work out. Like, that's not reality, And especially when you get to the NFL. Exactly. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's, like,
4: the
3: main thing yeah, that not, we talk
4: about all the time. Yeah,
3: not many high school
1: athletes, you know, think that
3: way. Right. You know, uh, as you said earlier, you're very cerebral, and I think that's a test, testament to that because, you know, any – athlete coming out of you know high school and then you know they have the option you know to go to one of these top power five schools they're going to jump like you said they're going to jump to that because they're going to feel like okay I got more exposure you know I mean they're going to be on on TV every weekend you know they're going to have a number of athletes or what have you but again to have the mindset to go to a school and like I said you've been in this area you're following UCLA um, to try to Like you said, flip a program around, Mm -hmm. and then have your blueprint, your print on, on the on the success of 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 that organization, that program. Then that's that that says a lot in itself.
2: Yeah,
3: man. And what was what was UCLA's
1: record before you got there?
3: Um. I, I wanna weren't. say
2: I wanna say that they had won all their home games when I was a, a senior in high school. So they were probably six and six. Right around yeah, there. They um, haven't been
3: they haven't been really good. Cause like I said, being before here, the, right, before he got there. Yeah, right, right, yeah. They haven't like been really be good they in hadn't, a while.
2: I don't think they had beat USC since Brett right. Hundley was there. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so when I got there we, we were three and nine. Right. Um, next year we was four and eight. And then we had COVID and then we lost a bunch of games there. Right. Um so it, was, it But these was last rough. two years have rough. turned around, yeah. right?
1: So it was, was there a, a moment that you're like, yo, squad, like, this is me. I got to get this right, you
2: know, like you being the leader of the team or mm-hmm. you just like kind of hoping it went right? Um, so I felt really good going into 2020 mm-hmm. uh, with that spring ball and everything. And I felt like we had finally like got it turned around a little bit. Um, and then COVID hit and then mm-hmm. so that messed up our season and then we, we only lost like three games that year by a total of like two scores. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew like we were right there. Right, um, right. So then after that, we got we got a couple more transfers in um, for the 2021 year and, and things just started to click. It was right. just like Coach Kelly was opening up the playbook more. Right. Um, guys were actually starting to buy into to all the things that the program had, um, actually going to class, actually picking up their stuff in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, all the little things that, you know, winning teams do. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I just think it just clicked after COVID. I think everybody had more of an appreciation for for the game. Right, right. Um, right. And, and really just being at UCLA in general. So
1: Yeah. It's like I want people to understand. It's like you you could have left. Mm-hmm. You could have left early twice, actually, right? You yeah. stayed, and it looked like it's all working out. Mm-hmm. And people like, I just want to jump to the NFL because I'm ready for the NFL. Did mm-hmm. you – Think that there's mm-hmm. going to be a process, just a longer process for you, or you're mm-hmm. like, it's just I'm going to get ready when I need to get ready. Right? And yeah. Did
3: your your family have any say so into the decision to stay back? Because like I said, you know, a lot of kids, like I said, they want to get to the league because they want to yeah. support their family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not many, you know, kids have you know you know the the, the luxury of having you know obviously two fa- uh, two parents in a household or whatever the case may be. Um, not knowing your situation, but again, like I said, sometimes people want to jump to the money because yeah. it's it's readily available. So was your family a deciding factor into kind of staying back, and you want to develop your skills more to you know increase your draft draft status?
2: Um, no, I, th- I think my family is uh, pretty well off uh, with or without me. Um, and so, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, even though I will probably you know spoil them and everything when the time comes. But, um, no nah, man, it was it was really just about, like you said, am I ready? Um, I had been talking to, a, I think it was last year, it was like before one of my games, um, I had to do the, the TV interviews. Mm-hmm. And one of the TV analysis was like, are you ready to make that jump? And I was like, uh, I had to really sit there and think about it. Because like, mm-hmm. it's easy to just go out there and say, oh, I'm going to just yeah. declare and yeah. everything's going to be great and I'm going to get drafted in April. So, oh. that's, there's a lot of shit that goes on yes. So. Um, I had to really sit back and think about all the decisions that went into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was really ready for the whole thing, not just get drafted in April, but the whole process, the yeah. whole process after that. Am I ready for training camp? Am I ready to do all this and also pay bills and live on my own and mm-hmm. do all this stuff? So um, I think that was probably the main reason why I came back. Uh, I just looked at myself. I had to be real with myself. Like, you might be a hell of a ball player, but I don't think you're ready for that level yet. Um, In terms of the cerebral side of things and making sure that I know how to actually be an NFL quarterback before being one. And so uh a lot yeah. of kids don't
1: do that. And again, we right. see it on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. They want they're quick after that last game mm-hmm. in college. I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. Like you ain't going to the NFL. Like if you perform well enough, you'll go. But you can't just put on Twitter, I'm going to the NFL, and then think you go end up yeah, in the it's NFL. It's easy. happening. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Right. So again, like talk to the younger kids who want to come out and like what would be the advice you would give them to say just, it's okay to stay another year and get and prepare yourself mentally and physically.
2: Yeah, man, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, just like we just talked about, just don't jump ship too early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, you'll never be able to be this age and, and do the things that you're doing now as a kid ever again (laughs) so it's like um, making sure that you enjoy it uh, because you know I miss high school I miss college I was just in college I miss college every damn day right Um, already (laughs) exactly so um, for me it's just like stay present stay present in the moment Um, everything will work out as long as you just you know focus on the now don't think about the future Mm. or worry about the past but um, you know just focus on what you got to do on that day and you know keep it pushing so so with all the workouts
3: and obviously like you said, you know, where you may be projected, who mm-hmm. may draft you or what have you, do you have a landing spot for yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean, of where you would, you know, would like yeah. to be? Yeah, and where would you with your skill set where you would better,
4: you know, be a fit for for for, for an organization? Yeah, you know. Um selfishly me being a Vegas boy I, w- I would love to go back home mm. um, okay I know they just got Jimmy G so uh oh shit. you know <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so let me be drafting for some backup because we kind
1: of we know exactly what you're thinking but okay. from our perspective we uh, know an organization is going to bring in a veteran, yeah. but it's for to draft the younger guy and let the younger guy learn under the vet, mm-hmm. right? So, do you understand that side of like of the NFL? Like, if you go there, it's great. You might start in two years. You might start in two games. You, you,
3: really you know. never yeah, you never know. Especially with like I said,
0: with we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: Learn more at Marines.com.
3: How guys are getting injured, and you have to be ready. You have to be prepared. Again, like I said, going into training camp, you know, using that time to obviously better yourself, your skill set, learn the playbook. Exactly. Learn your teammates around you. Obviously, you know, you'll get to know more about the city, the organization, but you already know Las Vegas if you go there. But, again, like I said, you have to be prepared because, like I said, Week one, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've we we've, we've definitely seen have seen that you know you saw that last year with Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, coming in and filling in, you know, and and did very well toward the end. So you never know what may happen. So are you ready or will you be ready in that time in that situation? Oh, of course,
4: of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's I think that's perfect for me to go into a spot where there is a veteran in the room, someone mm-hmm. I can uh, you know learn from, lean on. Um, I think that'll just, you know, accelerate the process um, of me being able to be ready to play on the field on Sundays. Right. Um, but, you know, I think my experiences over my five years have taught me, again, how to be a backup, how to start right away, how to go in when somebody's injured. Gosh. I then went through all those reps and, and did all that stuff. So Very important um, skill. I'm not I'm not going in there to something I haven't done before. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's going to be new and, and different, but at the same time, it's it's football and. Uh, I've been doing that since you know I was six, seven years old. So,
1: so I'm pretty again, pretty close to you know the sport. I like to think that I think like <laughs> a general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks. Are you going two, three, four? or Are you going five, six, seven? Because I know you really don't know now what your yeah. gut telling you. Because I've seen from six and seven these hundred you know riders over here, these you know six, seven riders over here. First, second round, what a third
4: round, whatever. What mm-hmm. do you, What do you think? What's your gut telling you? It doesn't really matter um, to me. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter to me whatsoever. I think uh, right now my gut's telling me through uh, the things I've shown over these past eight weeks that I'll probably be in the in the sweet spot of like you know third, fourth round. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which I think is honestly would be perfect for me. Yep. Um, best of both worlds, and uh, but you know I think there's always a chance I can. Fall down to the fifth, 6th, 7th. Right. and I think there's also a chance that you know, behind closed doors, I can shoot up to the second, yeah, first yeah. round. So, okay. uh, you know, I, like I said, I'm just trying to stay present today, and you know, I mean, just is to that focus disappointing?
3: On that. Would that be disappointing if you fail that far down? Based on ideally, like yeah, we all have the hopes of obviously wanting to be drafted a little bit higher, yeah, and you have those ex- expectations based on, like you said, the long eight weeks that you've prepared. You feel like you put in the work. You've shown what you could actually do. You've answered the, the the tough questions. And then again, obviously, talking with your agent and what have you, we all have those projections of where you yeah. should be. And then the reality sometimes it, that may not happen. You could, like you said, fall into those later rounds. Would that be disappointing for you? Or and if that and if that does happen, if that does happen, will that put a chip on your shoulder?
4: <clears throat> uh, I don't think it'll be disappointing for me. Um, I like I said, I just want an opportunity Mm. Uh, and and for me from what I've heard at least for most people is that that money comes on the second contract anyway 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 smart Smart. so like if I I get my foot in the door I'm gonna run away with it and and I'll make that money on the back end I'm not tripping so yeah, as long as my name gets called, that's this is probably the one time where I'm I'm gonna lose my competitiveness. Say, hey, <laughs> Just pick me up, yeah. just pick me up. Yeah. I don't give a damn what round it is. Just right. pick me up. Yeah. So, that's why that's I was. I was like, as long
1: as I get drafted, I'm I'm happy. And I was the yeah. pick two thirty five out of two forty, but I was like, I'm first rounder in my eye. Man, you know, because when yeah. I get the camp, I'm it's on. You know, exactly. that's all I cared about. Exactly.
3: For sure. Yeah.
1: I was at what uh
3: third round 89th pick so I was like two two picks from the fourth round and again you know going through the whole little process and you mm-hmm. kind of like you know I increased my my status you know when I went to uh the senior bowl so yeah. I was able mm-hmm. to they were able to evaluate me based on apples everybody. versus apples yeah you yep. know what i mean so for me i was you know i saw all the guys that played at like michigan penn state like yep. bobby england money tumor mm-hmm. all these guys and i'm like man and i got to see them up close and i'm thinking like they're going to be like head and shoulders better than i was mm-hmm. just because like you said you watch them you <laughs> see them in like the so, hundred thousand seated stadiums yeah. and i'm like man it's like you would i thought they was already on that. NFL elite level. No. And then I saw him in person. I'm like, man, they're not that much better than me. Right. Yeah. So, again, like I said, I just went through practice, and, and that's where my stock, my value rose is doing the little stuff, mm-hmm. doing the necessary thing, working hard, finishing, doing all the exactly. stuff like that. And so, like I said, to be drafted, and like I said, even leaving there, I mean, reading newspaper clippings and things of that nature, um, you know, they was like, oh, my God, who is this kid out of UT Chattanooga? Like, man, he got speed. It's not yeah, He got size. And then talking to my agent, you know, it was a lofty goal to be like, you know, he may have gone up to the second round. Mm -hmm. That would have been like a first round for me. Exactly. uh, That that didn't happen. So, I said, you know, obviously it it all boiled down to what a team actually needed Mm -hmm. at receiver. And so I was one of those guys. So it was Green Bay and San Francisco. And I knew I had worked out with Green Bay. I was high (laughs) on their board. And Green Bay came up and – they picked uh, Derrick Mays. Mays. I, was, I thought but I was going Notre to Dame, And then it was 49ers, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I'm not going to the 49ers because they already had receivers. They had J.J. Stokes. They had Jerry, Jerry Rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of other guys. And so I just figured, okay, I'm going in the fourth round. And then 49, 49ers had their pick. You and then never know. They picked me, and I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. that's how it all starts. So you never really you know, never know, but you go in and you make your mark and uh, you make the most of it. And like you said, you just want to. I want a shot. I exactly. yeah. want an opportunity. Right. I think we, we both, we, we did that. Especially for us, we both came from small schools. Yeah. We, we was at, at UCLA. Who that school? Was that school? <laughs> you
2: know,
1: to Langston. Langston. Well, don't, don't play at my school. <laughs> <laughs> Langston University is in yeah. the building, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so I know, like I said, at your pro day, you were mm-hmm. talking about you wanted to do some other drills to show your skills, your yeah. overall skill as an athlete. And the scouts were just like, we don't need to see that. We know you're a quarterback, right? Now, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, every black quarterback go run routes, go yeah. backpedal. <laughs> we want to see something else because you can't be a quarterback. Obviously, to two, twenty twenty three, things have changed, yeah. right? So, how do you feel about the the right now? Again, being in the now of yeah, I'm playing quarterback in the NFL. I'm not go. I don't have to go backpedal and play safety and do none of that other stuff. I get to play quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, man, this is you know my dream.
2: Um, <clears throat> And I'm just, like I said, I'm thankful that I have a team that believes in me um, with agents, Jordan, um, and all those people that are are in my circle. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's worked out well for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've come back two years in a row at UCLA, had a team behind me there. Mm -hmm. It's worked out well for me. So um, just following their blueprint and uh, making sure I I do what I got to do on each individual day. And uh, like I said, it'll work out well for me. I I brought it up to other teams, and mm-hmm. they brought that feedback back, not awesome. the other way around. So, yeah. um, and so that's a better spot to be. Exact, exactly, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm thinking of it. Like it could always be worse. So uh,
3: what makes DTR the, the the perfect quarterback? Obviously, you know we can watch the film and we can see the highlights. We know your athletic ability. We can you know we can see the things that you do well. Yep what are the areas of improvement that you feel like you need or, you know, feedback from from scouts, GMs, or what have you Mm -hmm. to make you a better quarterback than where you are today? Like, what's those areas of improvement to make you tomorrow
2: make DTR? Make make a starting quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, man, I think uh, I've only played quarterback now for going on six years since I didn't start for most of my career in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think just learning all the nuances of, you know, footwork, um, efficient movements in the pocket, Mm -hmm. Um, keep working on my my shoulder techniques and and making sure that my mechanics are getting right Mm -hmm. Um, just doing all the little fine details and then like I said finding a vet or somebody I can lean on Mm -hmm. um, to be able to learn the playbook faster um, learn how to be a a NFL starter faster Mm -hmm. um, and how to take control of a locker room and take command of an offense Um, yeah I think if I can just keep building on that stuff I'll be all
3: right the reason I asked that because you know, I'm, I'm 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 listening to you. Mm-hmm. I, I I haven't watched you play a lot, yep. but I, ha- I did catch a couple of games. I did catch the game you guys played against USC, where you on the last drive you guys <laughs> came up a little bit short. Mm-hmm. Very emotional after that game. So mm-hmm. I can say I, I watched that game. But like I said, it's USC, UCLA, UCLA it's a you know what I mean, it's a it's a big game. Yeah. Um, and I sit here and I and I and I listen to you talk, and I think about Jalen Hurts, and that's why I asked those questions about what areas do you feel like. You need to improve upon to make you a better DTR tomorrow and yep. in the future. I saw, I worked out with Jalen Hurts when he was at Alabama. I understand and I saw the situation he went through where Tua came in. He sat on the bench. Handled, handled it watch. perfectly. He relinquished really, mm-hmm. his job to another quarterback. They both kind of helped each other. They basically piggybacked each other and picked each other up when one got injured and this and that and the other mm-hmm. in the championship game, all that stuff. Then Jalen goes to OU. He's at OU, he's definitely, he's a better quarterback than when he was at Alabama. Yep. Absolutely. Based on some of the things that he saw, even he had to work from on from tour manipulating offenses. I was at the championship game when they were playing, and going on that first drive, he had Calvin Ridley in the, in the corner on the fade. Mm-hmm. He missed it. Who knows what the situation made? It was jittery, you know, just too antsy. But then he ended up losing his starting position. At halftime, to Tua, because Tua came in, obviously led him to a championship. Yep. And then, like I said, after that, things kind of unfolded. He became, I think, a better quarterback by sitting back and kind of watching.
4: Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. yeah.
3: it's better to hold that clipboard and yeah. just sit back and watch from afar yeah. about what you can do. And you can learn from others, because that's what I did mm-hmm. as a receiver. When we had free agents that come in, no matter what, I would watch what these other guys were doing because there's always a unique ability about them as to why they were in camp. They're just not in camp just because they're a body. They got a unique skill set. And so I saw mm-hmm. his progression. Even where he is today, I've seen just uh, the trajectory of his reading of defense, the way he mm-hmm. throws the ball. It's,
2: mm.
3: Everything has come full circle for him to make him a better quarterback. Yeah. So that's why I was asking you, like, what are the, some of those little, like you said, those little nuances of, mm-hmm. of your game that you feel like you can get better with to make you a better, uh, better quarterback at that NFL level, because we I think the the most improvement, the best improvement I saw with Jalen was his touch and throwing the ball, mm-hmm. getting the ball down the field, up and down the field. Not you're just like him; you got a rocket of an arm. Understanding that you don't have to rifle every ball in there. Exactly. You know what I mean, I think even I know we played in the flag football game <laughs> and we saw this guy. Like I said, you got to yeah. understand your uh-huh. personnel. You rocketed that thing in there, but like you yo, you. Ah, did he go up the one that went off his hands? Uh, nah, he didn't, oh, he, did. nah he, didn't he didn't get to it. Nah, he get to, get it. to it. <laughs> <laughs> But those are things, like, too, those are teaching moments, too, because yeah. I'm like, okay, you're cerebral, like, okay, I see who this athlete, I see who is mm-hmm. his ability. Now, yeah. instead of rocking that thing, put a little touch on exactly. it. You Close know it what I mean? Now you know. Exactly. But those are some of the things I think Jalen learned from tour, learned over, the over the time, 30, just knowing when to use that strength, mm-hmm. when not to, ball placement, accuracy, all those things have made him the quarterback They is. I mean, could have won the Super Bowl. I mean, he yeah. got them from He's year it. one to mm-hmm. year three in like two years, like totally different quarterback. Do you see, foresee yourself, you know, on that trend? But obviously you got to get in the camp. Obviously more reps, more reps. Are those some of the things that you pay attention to to to, to get yourself to be a better quarterback?
4: Yeah, 100%. And then another thing with Jalen too, like I've been watching him for over the past year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he carries that organization as well as anybody does. Yes. Um, and I think just, you know, how you are off the field is exactly how you are on the field and, and he takes, you know, everything in his life very seriously. Oh, yeah, he has um,
3: yeah, he's even killed. He don't it's like yeah. no highs and no lows for him. Yeah, but he's different. You know what I mean? Not exactly. many not many quarterbacks can do that.
4: Exactly. So, you know, I try to take, you know, as much as I can from him while also, you know, obviously still so trying to be myself. Be yourself. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's a phenomenal player and, and a phenomenal person. So Uh, His his growth I've definitely watched over the past year and a half, for sure. Um, And definitely somewhere I see myself going too. Just kind of, like you said, having a rocky start in the beginning of your career, kind of figuring some things out and being able to learn from those, apply it, and then execute, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's something I try to do every day. So, um, you know, Uh, we're both chasing I've watched you both pretty much these last, like, six years Mm. to
1: seven. Jalen wasn't an Elite 11 guy, you were an Elite 11 guy. So I've seen you since you were a junior in high school, Mm -hmm. right? The things you guys do have in common, every single game you guys got better. Because you're always going to have the, well, he can't do this and he can't do that, right? Jalen had that when he was at Alabama, had it at OU, had it when he got to Philly, and now he seems to be a complete quarterback, right? And you had the same thing your freshman, sophomore year, in and Mm -hmm. out the lineup, and now you seem to be a complete quarterback, right? Right. So now you just have to do the same thing on the next level basically yep. you know but I think the trending in the right direction is what people that don't know ball fail to realize because yeah. they want to judge you from that first time they seen you. Mm-hmm. They want right. to judge Jalen from, oh, we got benched by – ain't hey, none of that matter. Right. You want to be playing your best ball at 26, 27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. when it, it matters. matters, you know. Right, was, right. But people who don't know ball, they just want to, you know. Those are just – yeah, they're just fans the of the game. They don't
3: really understand that the process. The process um, is a long, what it hard takes process. Uh, again, a professional athlete, an elite yeah. athlete at that. Yeah, um, I can't say that I was an elite athlete, from of high school <laughs> or no. college. To be no. quite honest, no. you know what I mean. So no, I mean,
1: you I mean, to look at you guys.
3: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're an
1: elite athlete now. You're you're one, You're an elite athlete now. He's the most elite fifty-year-old athlete I've ever seen in my life. So I'm gonna give you that. It's taking a long time. Taking thirty years to get there, you know. What hey I'm man, saying? it's no, like man. hey, I'm like fine wine, man. You just fine age. Fine wine.
3: You, you age with like fine wine. That's how I am. Yeah. So what's uh so what's what's uh-huh. next for you? Um, I know you have a a foundation, friends over fans, mm-hmm. right? Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I actually you know with the season going into right into draft prep, I've been kind of slacking on that. Um, I need to get I need to get back into it. Um, I do have a clothing brand. Um, What's the brand called? It's called It's called Friends Over Fans. F-O-F. Oh, that's a brand okay. okay. Yep. Um I, I started it back when I was in a sophomore, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just going through a rough patch. Just figure out how could I take my whatever I was going through and, and kind of express myself and not in more of a positive way instead of you know doing something negatively. So. Mm-hmm. Um, People started to take into it and now it's kind of turned into this whole little big brand that I have going on good man um, That's awesome. and you know trying to build on that as soon as I get into the league and everything like that so yeah. um, I've been able to give back to my teammates and, and host events with it and okay. raise some money that way and um, you know it's been it's been really good it's been really good for me plus it's it's a it's a good meaning um, it's something that I stand on and, and have values for you know I love the people that are in our circle and, and not the people that just want to uh, cheer on our circle yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and so are, yeah so those are those are some of the things that yeah. we uh that we look for and uh when, when thinking about that so. so yeah you
1: i you do talk a lot about your teammates, which is great right again i've uh, coached a couple of your younger guys, Logan mm-hmm. lawyers, one mm-hmm. of my babies Kyle Phillips, one yep. of my babies my um so give me some advice you got from one of your teammates that's some like some of the best advice you still carry to
4: today I think so a lot a lot of what I like to do is is uh you know I like to look into the butterfly a lot as like a symbol of uh you know, peace for me. Mm. Um, And I always use a butterfly emoji, and people always ask me what that means. Um, But a lot of my teammates now play chess. Um, We have a chess mentor um, that Coach Kelly brought in. So a lot of my teammates play chess, and we're always talking about it and having conversations through that. Um, And so one of my teammates, Darnay Holmes, Mm -hmm. um, who's now in the league doing his thing. The Um, Giants, yep. Yes. Shout out, out Darnay. uh, probably one of my biggest idols um, to come out of UCLA. I love that dude to death. Um, But in terms of the butterfly, it's, you know, in order to be a butterfly, you have to be willing to give up being a caterpillar. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, you know, doing the things that you need to sacrifice, um, doing the things that you need to do to be able to fulfill your purpose in life, Mm -hmm. um, get to your dreams and goals and aspirations um, but in order to do a lot of the things that you want, you have to sacrifice yes. a lot of things that you think you may need. Um, yes. And so I think uh, that's probably the biggest thing that's yeah. helped me out so far.
1: I mean, that's huge. You have to sacrifice who you are now to become who you want to become in the exactly. future. right? And it's so hard for younger players, mm-hmm. to, uh, young people in general, to understand, like, yeah, the goal, you're saying the goal is here. <laughs> but if you want that, you can't. Kyrie, uh, the, um, not Kyrie, um, yeah, Ja. Ja Morant. That's a perfect example, right? He's eventually got to get rid of all that if he wants to continue to be this NBA superstar. You can't mm-hmm. do both. Kidna- you can't either. come to the facility with a gun and be an NBA all-star. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So it's, I just want the you know, kids to understand, it's like yeah, that sacrifice is a big thing. It's a oh, big yeah. deal. People are like, oh, we, I can sacrifice any. Like, no, you can't. It's hard to give up. It's hard to, you know, I guess shed that skin, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, for for most young players.
4: Exactly. Especially for, you know, I I noticed as soon as I got to UCLA my freshman year, it's hard doing it in L.A. It's hard yes. playing sports in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot you know, to do. Lot a of lot of options. A lot to do. Um, people really don't care unless you're winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so it's easy to get distracted with the,
2: uh, oh, the – who cares about your game? Let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go hang out. Let's
4: go. Um, so
2: it's easy to get real distracted out there, and I've seen a lot of teammates get lost in the sauce. So yes. I'm like I got to make sure I'm I'm staying down right. the right path and, and doing the right thing. So.
3: Well, I'm gonna ask you an easy question. What is the best <laughs> advice that your mom and dad have <laughs> given you? And you seem like obviously well grounded. Um, yeah, man. I mean, one brother, one sister, mm-hmm. and you know, are you the big brother? you the oldest. I'm not I'm not I'm
4: like the middle child. The
3: middle child. Yeah. But now you are about to almost feel like the big brother, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, man, cuz like I said once you get, you know, into another stratosphere, another tax bracket, <laughs> <laughs> responsibilities change. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, sure. So what is the best advice, you know, that, you know, you've gotten from them? And then, you know, do you feel like you've been a great role model, obviously, for your little sister who I just met earlier?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think uh that you're enough, not only as a football player but as Mm. a person um you know I think oftentimes we don't hear that enough um that you know that you're enough for any situation um you yourself just go in there and be we always hear be you but nobody really knows what that means I guess anymore nowadays um so (laughs) I think uh I think that's it I can walk in any room and I'm comfortable in my own skin I'm comfortable with you know whatever circumstances it may come about um and uh you know I'm my dad's taught me to, to live through God and make sure that he's in my life. And, you know, I try to try to represent him every day as well as, you know, through my sisters and, and uh, my brothers and everything. So um, I think that's it, man. You know, I'm enough and, you know, I don't have to be more or less. Sure don't. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you're, you have the character. You have the foundation of exactly. character.
1: And, again, the, we've seen a lot of players with talent, but the talent is not going to keep you in the NFL. No. Your character will keep you in the NFL. Right. There's going to be some special cases, obviously, but your character is what's going to, you know, have you coming in the organization saying, I trust him in the community. I trust him with this billion dollar organization, you know, on his back. And that's that's a big deal. Again, we're talking about the world here. You know what I'm saying? There's 32 teams in the whole world. And again, for you to have that character, I think you're gonna be just fine. You
3: yeah, know. man. Kudos to your dad, Michael. Your mom, Melva. They've mm-hmm. done an amazing mm-hmm. job, yeah. man. It so I, you continue to keep making them proud. I know you will, man. Keep yeah. working hard. Um, like I said, you know, we mm-hmm. both, like I said, we know the process, you know, uh, going through that. And like I said, even just, you know, coming from a small school, I can't imagine. Like I said. To be playing at a big school and have the responsibility and expectations, or what have you, um, but you obviously seem like a well-grounded young man, mature, uh, have handled everything, you know, the right way. Um, you know, we wish you nothing but <laughs> the best Absolutely. of success. So now, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see where you're going to land. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I, I think, I, know. Wait, I think what do you, I know. What do you think? What do I, you I mean, know. I'm just, I'm
1: just kind of. What I do think you think? I, I think, I think, for some reason, you're going to end up going to Seattle. I think okay. You're going to the third round.
3: Okay, Seattle, Seattle, third round. That's 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 not a bad, it's not a bad look. You
1: know, that's just what I'm.
3: Not a bad look. No, i no, matter what, I would not where be mad goes. at that. I would not be mad at that. Yeah. I, this
1: is, and the reason I think he going the third this year is because of Jalen having so much success, the way he did it last year. Yeah. Because again, I, you're you're running the ball your first two or three years in the NFL. Right? You're going to eventually turn into a more of a pocket guy. Yeah. But they're going to use you for your legs mm-hmm. and throwing ability your first probably two to three years, which is great. But I think that whole NFL 6'5, 2'30 quarterback, rocket arm guy in the pocket days is over. Yeah. Especially for the next 10 years. Will it go back in 20 years? Possibly. Possibly but for the next yeah. 10, I mean, everybody coming out, right? You, Bryce, CJ, like. This is what you guys do You can You're multiple, you're multiple guys Right You, yeah. can, you can run pass. You can do yeah. play action Under center shotgun Everything Yeah. So I think Dual threats dual Triple threat, threats what Whatever did, the case may be And again like you said I They should have won The Super Bowl Or could have mm-hmm. Whatever you want to look at it But him and the Josh Allens of the world They've changed that perspective Of offensive coordinators Calling the plays Yeah, yeah. You know And I think you can do both And I think that's That's why you're going to go higher And not You know Not fall In my, in my opinion No I
3: mean He's more of a football guy. <laughs> Just say genius. Don't say football. Then you I know. am genius, <laughs> definitely not a genius. You know He's definitely not a genius.
1: <laughs> so uh, give, give us your top five guys right now, your top five that you root for every Sunday. Could be a college guy if you want to throw a college guy in there, but your top five quarterbacks that you root for.
2: Um, okay. Got to show love to uh, <clears throat> Lamar.
4: Okay. Um, although he was hurt this past year. And uh, that no, was kind of rough to watch their backups go in there. Yeah, that was. Uh,
1: Baltimore's offense was horrible
4: But speaking <laughs> of that, does that,
3: like I said, like you said, even yourself, you say it's hard to watch those backups go in there. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna be a backup one day. Yeah. So yep. to dispel that statement that you just, said, like, <laughs> it ain't hard to watch me though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does they I guarantee you, that. Right. Does that give you more? motivation to really be prepared more so yeah, me watching me. like i yes. said the, the, just the unreadiness yeah. of some of these backups Absolutely. because again a lot of these guys even the guy that backed up uh in the in the in the, in the playoff game that backed up purdy he wasn't even ready mm-hmm. uh, the black quarterback was uh
1: mm-hmm. i know he's talking yeah oh yeah man. yeah like, he had just got It just there, seemed like we'll he it.
3: wasn't ready but again you have to be prepared you because you be just ready. never know and that was like the most odd situation. That was very, weird. very weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got
1: Christian McCaffrey throwing passes. It was very weird. Yeah. at one point, bro, <laughs> yeah. and it was just,
3: it was just crazy. So I'm sorry to break you up. No, 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 no. Uh, Mark Jackson.
2: Yeah, uh, sticking with the black quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Um, I've I've watched a lot of Justin Fields. Just uh, I, I see we have a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, yep. Especially him coming into his second year. Um, I was expecting him to have a big year this year, which he did. So yep. um, then Joe Herbert, or not Joe Herbert, uh, Joe, uh, Joe, Burrow? Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow. Okay. yeah. Um, you know, like I said, going back to efficient movements in the pocket. Yeah. Um, he works with Jordan as well, so yep. trying to learn everything that he's he's been taught so far. Um, and then uh, just just for fun, uh, Josh Allen, yeah, uh, okay. just a big freak in nature. It he's just, a big dude, ain't he? Yeah, it's, it's huge. A big boy. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I think he plays the game the right way too. So, um, what is that? Four or five? That's five. That's okay. Five. Yep. Right. That's five. So
3: Aaron Rodgers is one of your guys. Like yeah. Like, what makes it, what, what drew do you, drew you to 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 Aaron Rodgers to his game? Like, what about his game you like? And or do you take? You know, little bits and pieces of, of of his game to
4: your game. Yeah. So if you if you didn't notice, I didn't add him in my top five. I, I know.
2: I, thought, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> Oh, what I, had.
4: I, I, I had to stop watching Aaron over the over the past <laughs> couple <laughs> years, man. He will uh, give you more a different cat. habits. Yeah, a different cat, man. <laughs> I, a- I can't can compete with.
2: Yeah, I can't compete with Aaron when it comes to his mechanics and everything. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me with Aaron is, you know, how he how he can control the game, how he can manage the game. Um. You know, he he uh, he's done that very well. I think over at least I've been watching him for the past four or five years now, mm-hmm. um, and I think just how he uh, you know manipulates any situation. He can he can take you for a two-minute drive or. Or, or really slow the clock down on a four-minute, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he does that really well, and you can tell that um, obviously he's played a lot of football. So yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's it, go it back shows. to the to the kid in you when mm-hmm. you met a Rod
1: the other day, like how yeah. Yeah, take takes yeah. us back to that moment.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was super nervous, super nervous. <laughs> I uh I, I was gonna I was gonna wait until uh, after we played because I knew we had to play his team, so I was gonna oh. wait till after we played to go over and shake his hand and do all that stuff. But he actually came up to me uh-huh. and uh, introduced himself, and I was like, "Dude, I already know who you are. Like, you, don't have, right, to, right, you don't right, have to say right. your name, right?" So, was, but, uh, was
1: the walk up slow motion? Did he come <laughs> gliding across? Yeah, like too? I got peeked out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, "Oh
2: shit, I gotta say yeah. something now." So, right, um, right. but no, it was cool though, man. He's a cool dude. Got um, to pick true. his brain a little bit and ask him a few questions. So, yeah, uh, now he's a cool dude
3: for That's sure. Yeah, the first of, of many stars of many. that you're gonna probably be awestruck, you know, yeah. as you you know yeah. go th- go on your journey, man, because it's like. Uh, you're about was, to meet who was, everybody who was like your 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 awestruck moment? oh Uh-oh. jordan it was MJ. jordan yeah,
1: and there was no football player yeah, but when, it, when mine, um, it was mine too yeah when michael jordan I mean, came yeah, to yeah, the uh I mean. to the locker room because uh moss was the first jordan guy for cleats yeah so jordan came to the locker room yeah. and I remember going over there. My voice went all high. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, Michael, how yeah. you doing, Michael?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, was,
1: I, I don't know. Really? Was that, like, minute and a half, I was just on a different planet. Man, and I'm yeah. walking away, skipping. <laughs> like, that was the moment. Because that, that was the guy for me. Like, oh, yeah. I never, ever That's wanted to mean, meet yeah. anybody else in the world. When I met right. MJ, I'm like, oh, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so who's on your
3: to-meet list? Who you
2: want yeah, to Who you want to meet? Man, um, yeah, it's kind of hard because I do met a lot of the guys. Like, you in, past- LA. You're right, you're yeah, in LA, right? You <laughs> in LA? <You're laughs> in LA. Uh, you yeah, not, I don't. I don't already ran into guys like OBJ and, and Russell Wilson and yeah. okay. some of the guys. So um, I think definitely, definitely being able to get to sit down for at least like five, ten minutes with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, um, oh, cool. Absolutely. He's uh he's at the top of his game right now, so I think. Uh, you know, being able to catch him and that would be pretty special. Yeah. Um, you know, Tom Brady's already gone, so cool. right. uh, right. can't get to see him. But um I think uh, yeah, that's probably about it. And then, and then cool. Jalen Hurts, I got to be able to reach out and, and, and say what's up to him every once in a while. Awesome, tomorrow. yeah. Jalen's cool. Can, we yeah. might
1: be able to help Please. you out with that. No, for sure. For sure.
2: That's what's mm-hmm. up.
1: Well, man, thanks for coming on the show, man. You know, I oh, appreciate man, it, awesome. it. I said I know everything is done till the draft day, but hey, go enjoy. Oh it. no,
4: we got we got private workouts and meetings okay, okay. and flying yeah. across back and forth. So it's uh,
1: you gotta talk to teams and do all that. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
3: so are you are you glad like the the combine and all that stuff is over with, or like I said, it's still you're still on that process of mm-hmm. like you said you gotta go here, you gotta do
4: that. I'm uh, I'm trying to stay in for the process for as long as i can because then if not i'll go into vacation mode right and, right, right and uh not start, ready for start dreading yet. it and oh, it's like yeah. no i actually get to do this and not i have to do this mm. so right. um Good point. Good yeah point. i need to i need to continue to stay in like I'm, I'm locked in for the process until they give us our our 40 day off Right? yeah um, yeah enjoy rookies. it man
3: yeah so, man enjoy it man it's so. it's gonna go it's gonna come and go real
4: quick oh i know this this Eight weeks already, it's already on phone by. We're already here now. And, uh, it's March. And, uh, yeah, man. So Yeah, we so appreciate your by. time, man. Being able to, you know, stop by and
3: you know get on the GP with DT <laughs> There it is. You know get what what man? your popcorn get ready, uh, with Dory ready, Robin. Man.
1: Yeah, y'all Dorian. look out for this young guys. Robins, ladies and gentlemen. See y'all next week. Peace.